Welcome to the Farmer's Voice. I'm Alan Watts for Kentucky Farm Bureau. On today's program, we visit with William and Bernice Amberge from Knott County. Tell us about your farming operation in Knott County. Being in Knott County, we're in the mountains, so it's a different kind of farming than your traditional road crop farming. We're we're more into horses and on our farming operation, and mostly trail riding is what we do with our horses. In the past, we've had a trail ride business, and it was pretty successful, uh, viewing elk by horseback, but then that's where I couldn't see no elk, did overhunting or whatever, so we quit that. Now we're just into horseback uh, trail riding and stuff like that with our horses. Quite a few opportunities there to do that in your part of Kentucky, isn't it? Yes, sir. And, you know, we, we don't just stick with Kentucky. We go all over the country horseback riding. How about your wife, Bernice? What, Bernice, what's your role? What, what's your role kind of farming operation here? Well, um, just the two of us, and we have over 120 acres, and we probably graze uh, on pasture probably about 15, 20 acres. And so it's a lot. If anybody has ever um, farmed or raised livestock, they know it's the hard work. You know, you have to maintain your pastures. There's always um, weed control, fencing. Um, you got to maintain your um, buildings, your uh, barns, and your storage buildings. And for two people in, with an operation, it's a pretty big job. Even though we just do it for pleasure, um, we it's hard work, but it's what we love. So, you know, we manage and... Uh, try to stay on top of things and really enjoy it. Well, tell me a little bit about the history of you guys and your farm and uh, being in the farming business in general. Well, Bernice has had horses longer than I have. We got married 31 years ago. So since we've been married, we've always had horses. That that was a requirement. (laughs) Yeah, and, and we've always done something with horses. And, you know, one thing Bernice does, too, also, is she works through the U.K. Extension as a 4-H leader, teaches other people about horses, kids about horses. <clears throat> horses have always been my passion. And um, like Willie said, when we first got married, um, I had a couple of horses. And um, when uh, we got together... He had to either learn to love them or not. So he has, and we've been riding together ever since. And we both sit on our local Farm Bureau board, and I'm also on the Equine Advisory Committee. And um, we're both retired, and we have a lot of time to give back to the community. And that's one reason and uh, that I've taken on the role of, of the 4-H leader in Knott County and this was the first horse leader they've had in a long time. And we've had um, pretty good success with getting kids involved. Um, COVID year kind of got us set back a little bit, but now um, kids are starting to come back around, and we're working with a local Camp Nathaniel who have horses. And it's really good for the kids. And that's one thing we like to do is get the young people involved and keep the horse tradition alive here. Um, 
horses in eastern Kentucky have been, um, you know, staple. They've had horses ever since they've been here, whether it was for farming, helping plow, um, getting to school or church, whatever. That goes way back here. It's a um, tradition of mountain horses. And Willie and I both volunteer for the Appalachian Horse Project, who deals focus. Their main focus is a nonprofit whose main focus is um, helping the free roaming horses. A lot of people pasture theirs on strip jobs and some private property, most of it, and um, no fences. So that's why it's free roaming. So we deal a lot with horses. Renisha mentioned a little bit about your involvement in 4-H as well, and Farm Bureau. I think tell us a little bit about your, a little bit more about both of your involvement in your local community there, and things that happen in Knott County. Our board tries to do all we can to help uh, local farmers and, and ranchers with farmers market. We also help to sponsor at the trail ride, local trail ride Knott County has. And, different things of that nature to try to get more people involved with farming aspects of Farm Bureau and right. stuff of that nature. They have also um, donated to the 4-H Club, and uh, we had some calendars, horse calendars that um, we purchased. They Farm Bureau, our county Farm Bureau purchased for the kids one year, and they sponsor us in the calendar by buying ads. So... Um, anytime we can get them involved with kids' activities, it's a good thing for the community. Our 4-H horse club is um, quite uh, active at times, and like I said, COVID has kind of put a damper on that. But um, anytime we can help kids learn about horses or agriculture in general, um, that's one of the goals. And we've both worked with uh, the public through our careers. We're both retired now, and um, it's just something we like to do, and we enjoy it, and it's something that we feel that the next generation needs to pick up and learn more about. And As an advocate for farmers and ranchers to ensure the future of farming and ranching and try to get other people involved. I agree. I think it's so important. Let's talk about the farm in general from both of your aspects. You mentioned a little bit about the your little different type of farming in Knott County, but certainly it is very much in the realm of farming. What are some of your biggest struggles or challenges there on your farm? Uh, invasive species on the pasture management is the biggest thing. Part, you know, of course, we're on hillside, so it's a little bit more of a challenge on keeping keeping everything knocked back. It ain't like you can take a tractor out there and mow it. We have to actually take a weed eater or walk behind mower and hit the slopes. And it it takes a lot of time. And also where the terrain is a little, like Willie said, steeper and different than flatland, um, our pasture is cleared up to the timber line and our fences every time the tree would fall down or something, you know, you're always fixing fences. We've had a tree hit the top of one of our tractor sheds, and then the wind took the roof off. So there's always something to do and something to work on. Um, like you said, it's not flat land, 
and it's a little bit harder to manage. You can't get uh, equipment on some of the steeper slopes. It makes it challenging, but uh, we love the mountains. It's so beautiful. Anybody hasn't been to eastern Kentucky, um, they need to come and visit, especially um, some of the mountaintop removal strip mine areas. The views and sunsets are beautiful. The scenery is great. And yeah, changing colors in the fall of the year. Just really, it's a good place to live. I'll say exactly. I agree completely. We we enjoyed our visit last year and look forward to coming back again. Let's talk about what do you guys enjoy, each of you, what do you enjoy the most about what you do in farming? The experience that we have, horseback riding when you get out, you know, the different places we go to and see what the good Lord has created on this earth, it's just it's just unreal to see. Um, like like he said, our our people probably wouldn't call us farmers per se, um, but we do have livestock horses are qualified as livestock now, and um, even though ours is not for profit, more for pleasure, um, we still manage. Like I said, the farm. So uh, our farm operation is uh, management for the horses for our pleasure, and um, since horses are our passion, um, that's... And it's still a 24-7, 365-day-a-year job, <laughs> even though we ain't for profit. Right. I tell people if, if they're bored, just own a farm. <laughs> There's plenty of work to do, but like I said, it's, it's good work if, you know, you do what you love, and we wouldn't do it if we didn't love it. That's obvious. It sounds like it. You know, you talked a little bit about your 4-H work and your involvement with 4-H and what you guys are doing there. How important do you think do you think it is to pass along the work ethic and the things you work on the farm with, a, like a horse project or anything like that, to the next generation out there? You, I think you guys both mentioned the next generation. Why, how important do you think that is? Well, I think without it, you uh, you know, there won't be no tomorrow for a lot of these farmers and ranchers and you know, it takes a real strong work ethic to to be a farmer and a rancher. You know, with the man hours you have to put in to ensure a tomorrow. I think you have to do that. Right. It on. Right. Even without livestock, um, farming and uh, growing crops, um, even uh, fruits, vegetables, even uh, flowers, um, it's so important and. We need um, to pass that along to the next generation and get them more involved in um, doing something for the for them to fall back on, even if they have jobs. You know, part-time hobby farmers. You know, you can grow a little bit of your own food. It's it shows people that they can get by and survive without uh, having to rely on other people all the time for something. It's just something that is so important that uh, we feel like we need to help people understand and learn and teach them. And even with the the 4-H kids, even though it's just our horse club, um, they're learning leadership, um, responsibility, and it goes beyond just horsemanship. And, you know, without 
somebody passing it on to us, we would not probably wouldn't be doing what we're doing today. But because of our forefathers and their parents and grandparents are passing it on, that's how we learn. So it's our obligation, we feel, to pass it on to the future generation. Our guest today, William and Bernice Ambergy from Knott County. I'm Alan Watts for Kentucky Farm Bureau.